Welcome back, Juventini, to the Juventini Top, back to Black and White Podcast. My name is Daniel Negro, and I'm live from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And today we're going to be going over the post-match of Juve Fering Faros. Uh, just played on Wednesday, and uh, thankfully we've been putting a couple uh, couple games together now, two 4-1 wins back-to-back. And it's actually nice that we can, you know, unfortunately on the, on the 50th episode we had that loss to Barcelona, which was uh complete bullshit but uh now we can finally talk about some wins and the team seems to be improving again i think there's a lot to 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 change and some things that need to be rectified but you know putting some wins together that are you know convincing and and from what we know as juve fans not being able to beat teams handily is usually the problem we always play down to our competition and, and thankfully i mean with some luck in this game, we'll get into it. But uh, at least we're able to score four goals, which we don't really see that often. So that was definitely nice to see. It was definitely nice to see Dybala back on the score sheet, and we'll get into that. And uh, hopefully we can keep this momentum going in that big game against Lazio before the international break. And, uh, yeah, that'll mean a whole bunch of things. Obviously, we'll get into that as well. But, again, another uh, another familiar face. Like I always say, I'll keep saying it till as long as he comes on the podcast. Best handle in the game at Frankie the Worst. What's going on, buddy? Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. Hello. Good to see you guys again. Obviously, I can't see any single one of you besides Dan, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm picturing everybody still. <laughs> yeah, and we're in we're in we're in election time. We're still not done with the election, and you know, I've been feeling all kinds of anxiety and 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 you know. Unfortunately, uh, the, the guy who's probably getting in is uh, not, I'm not a huge fan of, as you guys probably know on Twitter. But again, we get back into it. You know, as uh, I'm, I'm looking more forward to them actually announcing it and us getting on with this nonsense than dragging it out for three months and uh, having to keep thinking about it. And that's really all that's on the, the news. And then the next Canadian election is going to come and then I'm going to pull my hair out next year. Um, and so just let's get this over with so I don't have to think about it and charge you guys in the U.S. tax. And, you know, we'll hear you complain for the next four years like you usually do when you go the other way. And then, and then we'll continue on and then I'll go back Republican. But anyways, Frankie, you, this is a UVA podcast. This isn't a po- political podcast. So I don't want to impart too much on you guys, but um, I still can't believe 74 million of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> voted for democrat but anyways guys juve we we had this game obviously on wednesday we had the game against spezia on the weekend why is juve making these these next games at 3 30 in the morning what the fuck's going on what, <laughs> what, what are your thoughts uh i i i'm convinced that <laughs> that they got us too excited and happy with two back-to-back 4-1 wins they were like you know i have an idea Let's try to fuck them up a little bit. Let's make it in the middle of the night. Like, should they not? Like, I'm pretty sure that should be abolished. Like, there should never be an afternoon game. Like, first of all, Italians should be sleeping around that time. So there should be no need for a fucking afternoon game. Okay, this is in North America where we're trying to, like, throw in these, you know, in hockey, they do, like, matinees and shit like that. This should not be a thing. We don't have time to fill. They're asleep. (laughs) So... 
we're working so we don't got time you know what's the what's this so now i gotta get up at 3 30 but that's not even the issue of this game but i just needed to bring that up because it's really been you know everybody's been talking about fucking either politics or complaining about this game so that's going to be the first thing we're going to talk about then the next thing big topic danny alves why the hell is juve still in your fucking mouth like just fuck off already you fucked us in the final you start to do this bullshit drama scrap in the in the locker room that fucking threw the team off when we were tied 1-1 in a final that we haven't won for how many 20 fucking years now. Like, what do I got to say about this guy? What are you going to say? What, he seems like the classic, like, player who... he. I don't know why. He reminds me of, like, a Brazilian Cassano. Like, every time that you hear Cassano, he's always, like, telling you about how, like, well, this part of my career, if it if this went differently, this is how it would have went. It's like well, we don't fucking care. It's like, if don't... I wasn't if I wasn't lining up cocaine on the table, everything would have yeah. been fine. If I wasn't ripping rails. Well, well yeah, I'm for sure, probably. Yeah, I'm sure that probably goes for a lot of people. He's like, he's like, it's the money, man. It's not my. I never did anything. I'm the good. Yeah, like I don't know. I don't know why this guy. I don't know if he's making some money off of this or what. And maybe he's gonna go sign for Merda or something. I don't know. My thing, too, honestly, is, like, if you, like, it's not as if, like, we won the school that because he came, right? We didn't win anything particular because he just showed up, right? Like, yeah. there were a lot of other factors into us winning what those years. Yeah. That year in particular, rather. So, you know, if he came in and we won the Champions League, at least you could be like, all right, well, you know, he has a leg to stand on. But, like, all the guy did was just continue everything that was already happening. Not to say yeah. that that's an important thing. I mean, he was a good piece, right? The, you know what I mean? He wasn't the end-all, be-all. He wasn't the right. reason he won the Scudetto. Yeah, he had some important goals, important assists, played well. But, like, I'm not yeah. going to let the guy just talk shit for the next 20 years because he just wants to, like... So he's, like, he's, yeah, he's, so he's, like, talking shit, says it's the worst experience he's ever had. And then he goes on to talk about Barcelona. He wanted to prove that he's still a high-level player. And they did not have the balls. So it's, like... Dude, you're in Brazil. Like, fucking, <laughs> just fucking enjoy your time, dude. Like, I don't know what the fuck's up. Like, we got to deal with fucking Kadira, and that's going to be the next. That's a segue into the next fucking thing. And you have people that are still like, why are people hating on Kadir? Like, guys, what the? What do you mean, why are we hating on Kadir? This guy. Pictures saying, like, oh, yeah, like, oh, like, ready to play, ready to bat. Like, <laughs> Go away. How many, like, I've been saying this, how much money do we have to pay him to get him out of the contract? That's, oh, I just said, give him the six. Don't, don't buy another player. Get rid of him. I'd almost rather that. Oh, rather I was, I said, give him, bring a nice briefcase, but the $6 million that you owe him mm-hmm. and tell him to fuck off. Yeah, like, see you later. Don't, don't let the door hit you on the way out, on the, on the ass when you're way out. Like, <laughs> they're like, oh. but he can, <laughs> what were people saying they're like but he can he can provide something and he can you know he's played in Juve's most important matches when we've I'm like give me a game <laughs> the worst player in all those matches I'm like I'm pretty sure he started the whole game when we lost to Madrid in the final <laughs> like, you started me in a Juve game you could tell everyone that I started all the games it doesn't mean I was a fucking good player could have been absolute, I could have been a toilet out there, and you could have oh, said, oh, man. started all the games. I'm sorry, guys. Like, I don't know how, like, 
Juve Twitter is so fucking bipolar these days. Crazy. Like I, sometimes I don't even tweet because I'm like, I don't know <laughs> what the fuck is even going on. And What's all the- I can do is laugh because I was like, this shit's being brought up. Like I know he posted like trying to train, and that's why it's being talked about. It's like this is what we're focusing on in the week. So I got the election to worry about. Juve is actually playing good, which before the podcast we were saying it's like. This is how it has to work. The world almost has to be going into crisis. The U.S. will probably break out into civil war at any point, at any point now. But you, it's playing really well. We're probably going to go on quietly slotting four home every. <laughs> so so the house is burning down around me, around me, but I'm still sitting here in my Juve jersey, like, ooh, another goal. <laughs> so guys, I don't know. It is what it is. Kadira, get the fuck out of here. I'm still waiting to pop the champagne. I told you guys we got the bottles ready. If you anyone... Remember, the one the one fallback <laughs> argument that every Kadira fan always has is, but he's a World Cup winner. No, I thought you were going to say, well, he's won. The, you remember last year was sorry? He was he was there when we won the first eight games. <laughs> oh, no. You, you have to remember, he's a World Cup winner. He's a Champions League oh, winner. Oh, my God. Dude, he won the World Cup six years ago. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, I'm oh, so shit. glad that he won that World Cup, but like, come on, you cannot rest on that. If that's the case, then we should bring Totti back in, bring in oh, Del, yeah, Pino, yeah. bring in anybody from the 06 team because they won a World Cup and they were they're Italian. So that's two, two checks on the Juve on the Juve uh, sheet that Paratici has like right in front of him. You know, him and Agnelli are looking at the sheet and they're like, "Is he Italian?" Check. <laughs> uh, well, okay, no. Is a young check. Is he? Is Can he, from- he sit on the bench? Can he sit on the bench and not complain? Check. Is he from Fiorentina? Check. Oh God, that's yeah. That's that's gonna be the, that's gonna be after this next question, but or this next kind of topic, and a lot of people have been harping on it. I hear that Ronaldo wants to go play for Portugal, and I'm like, you just fucking had COVID. That you got on international break. I. I- I'm still and you want to go play fucking Lithuania. <laughs> is no one seeing <laughs> this is wrong? Like, I mean, okay, they're not playing Lithuania. They're in whatever fucking, are they, what are they, in Italy's group? Whose group are they? I don't even know what this fucking yeah. nation's like. Come on, guys. Like, uh, UV Therapy was saying, like, why are we still doing this? Yeah, like. Just- if you're in one of those teams, because I know there's about like four or five te- or whatever it is, four teams or whatever that are still in the mix for Euro, um, that they can still qualify. So I think there's like some playoffs. That's fine. You can do that. They're, like it's all the small countries, literally. Right. I think there's maybe like Bosnia and like Northern Ireland and stuff like that. They, and like Kosovo has a chance of making the tournament or something. Right. Let those guys play. Mm-hmm. Cancel all the games. Cancel all the games. There's no need for friendlies right now. And Let I'm not and I'm not screen with their team because they don't have the preseason. Well, I'm just saying give them one off. Like if you want to take two weeks off, like let them have their fucking two weeks off. They didn't, yeah. they just came from playing like a month ago. <laughs> a month and a half ago. My thought too was like if they get rid of the friendlies at the very least, right? Like, or if they even just have half of the international breaks, you can make up the time that you missed in the preseason. Yes. Yeah. Well, because you have days and days and days of just training uninterrupted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you have a game suddenly in between, you know, five days of training, I mean, 
you have to prepare for the game. You can't well, exactly. like, freeze over it, right? So that's a whole different preparation compared to like preseason. You have, you know, before the Supercopa, like, and before like, uh, and well, it's after, <laughs> like, you know, we have like, you know, like three, four weeks of just training and yeah. playing these like random little games against, you know, whoever the fuck children of the poor that like Agnelli pays <laughs> 70 bucks to throw on matching shirts and play us in his backyard. <laughs> That is true. That is true. But I mean, he's been talking too, right? Like Corriere de los Sports reported that he's considering stopping UV players from going to participate. And I just, I don't know how that's going to happen because you don't want to fuck with FIFA now. Right, right. Like, it's, that, it's that weird middle ground where it's a gray area where I don't blame Agnelli because I, I would I would think to do the same thing. You have all this money invested in these players. Yeah. And then if COVID suddenly, you lose all of the, you know, like you lose a lot of potential well, whether exactly. It's, whether it's revenue or it's it's match results, whatever it is, if you lose somebody like Ronaldo, you're losing a lot of whatever. Yeah. No, I don't know if he's gonna get it again. Like, I don't know if you can get it again, yeah. but like but still, is, like he got it once. So I mean, you know, like he's whether it reoccurs or not. Yeah, I don't know. Once, I mean, and if you go to the same exact situation again, right? Like, well, again, I'm not a doctor. Apparently, I've heard you can. Apparently, I've heard you can't. Yeah, I apparently I heard like so. This is what kills me. Like all these fucking Ronaldo fans, and I gotta do a pause. I gotta do a video for the Spezia, so that hasn't been done, guys. This, we're in the future, but we're gonna go in the past, and this is gonna be the past, and the numbers are not gonna correlate, and people are gonna bitch <laughs> at me in the comments saying, "Why did why isn't fifty three and fifty four come out yet?" Well, now you know. I'm telling you in this podcast because the fucking election actually that's what i'm gonna say because you fucking americans screwed with my head so much on that on that fucking tuesday that you didn't get the results i stayed up till three in the morning didn't get a fucking podcast out basically because of, for that spezia game and but i want to talk because i got a nice rant for some ronaldo fans on that one but literally we get that and then i'm hearing from people even when they had covid you still, even if you got a negative test, you still got a quarantine. So I'm thinking, yeah, I was talking to someone in Chicago, the Napoli fan that I had on Sansone there. Yeah. He said the doctor told him, even though that he had, he still had to, he had still had to fulfill the rest of his quarantine, even oh. though that he got the negative test. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I don't understand this. I don't, like these tests, you, you think they'd make a test as 100%. 99 percent i also just saw that immobile strakosha and levia oh we're not i don't even want to get into the fuck who are we playing are we playing lazio a lazio b lazio c like what team are we playing i don't know i like their best players for but you know what the thing is actually we will get into it because you brought it up now so it's not like we can glaze over i wasn't gonna expect i wasn't gonna talk about on this podcast but the one test was in Rome. Mm-hmm. The other test, the results were sent to Avellino. Avellino's next to Napoli. Yeah. It's a little town. I don't know how far it's. It's pretty close. It's not like yeah. hours, but it's right around the corner. <laughs> what happened with Napoli? They didn't yeah. want to come to Torino. Illuminati confirmed. So literally... They're trying to Napoli's still trying to fuck with the system somehow. <laughs> ADL somehow has has his head in this. That's just the way it is. 
I don't know what the fuck's going on with these fucking results. Like one lab doesn't is positive, one lab's negative. Like I don't know. Picture in the guys who who got it negative, calling the guys who had it positive on the phone, are like, wait, what the what does your test say? Positive? What the fuck do you mean? Did you use Sharpie on the Scantron? Then we gotta call a third guy. Where did they bring it in the coolers or the suitcases? I don't know what the what the fuck's going on. The first scientist's like, hold oh on, I'm gonna God. put you on hold, and then I'm gonna call Bob, and we're gonna we're gonna do a three way call, okay? Like, like yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like that's literally a shit show. I had a feeling this was gonna happen. That the season was gonna be, you know, with now going into the fall. Obviously, you know, cases are gonna be rising again. Hospitalizations, I think, are the number one, you know, de- determinant of how deadly it is. You know, how bad. But I mean, sure, a lot of people are getting it. A lot of tests are being done, but we'll have to wait and see. We could be headed for a lot a shutdown. You know, Italy, they're already shutting down. Um, I think Tori, like in Piemonte, Lombardia, and uh, was it Liguria, I think? So kind of the three northwestern uh, provinces. I think they're going to be uh, two weeks as of tonight, probably, or last night, if you want to call it that. Um but yeah, uh, we'll have to wait and see how that develops. I mean, sure, they're going to be deemed essential work, but is it going to pick up again to the point where the season's got to get canceled? I mean, I don't know. That's something that we're going to have to we're going to have to wait and see. Yeah. But apparently, sixteen players are called up to the national team from Juve, so it's like that's so, just a disaster waiting to happen. Like sixteen players. They put all of the like. I I hate the November international break more than any. Of the yeah. Other because it's right before like a very congested time in the year. Oh. And it, we have two Champions League games coming up. You know what I mean? Well, like, and it's almost like you. Well, the one that I also hate is the previous one that we just passed. Mm-hmm. Now it doesn't necessarily necessarily you don't really focus on it because. We had a weird start to the season. It, w- it wasn't like usual. But I hate the one where we st- start in August for like two, three weeks, and then they have an, a, a, like an international break right yeah. at the beginning of the season. It makes absolute zero sense. Again, this one, it is what it is. Um, I just don't w- – I, ho- I wish that a lot of players weren't, you know, fit to go. Like we got injuries now. We'll get into that. But I just I don't get why Ronaldo's going. I don't know why 16 players are getting are, are allowed to go. And I think they should have just canceled it. Now, well, before we get into some specific, you know, facts, news, you know, more specific stuff, uh, Bernardeschi. I want your opinion. I mean, what's the next position he's going in? Because literally January can't come soon enough. But we're not going to sell them because I already know that the news is swirling and it's all bullshit because <laughs> they're yeah. trying to get the agents to say, oh, yeah, make some noise in the news. Yeah, the age, his his entourage is trying to force, is trying to get a move. And, you know, Juve's trying to get rid of him in January. It's not going to happen. No, he'll sign let's, a new contract. Let's all <laughs> let's bring those expectations <laughs> Yeah, if I've seen this movie before, yeah, he's going to sign a new contract. And seven years from now, we're going to be on the same fucking podcast. <laughs> Episode 900, and we're going to be like, you know what? Remember Kadira? <laughs> oh, we, we topped it. 
We Look, golfed it. <laughs> we gave him eight million a year for fucking twenty. Yeah, Bernadeschi doesn't even have a World Cup. Oh shit! Yeah, I mean, it would not shock me. That's for sure. It's like, well, but he's Italian. He's young. We can package it in the next. You know, someone's gonna eventually want to buy him, right? And my hope too was like we were gonna actually repurpose him the way we did Cuadrado, because like I, every time I'm on this podcast, I say how much I hate Cuadrado, and I still do. Like that's that's for sure still the case. There goes the pen. But anyways, (laughs) I, uh, I, I. like he at least redid himself and, and went from r- right wing to right back. Like again, yeah. I at least appreciate that he does play that role and he like he has kind of made it his own at this point, right? Yeah. Well, at least offensively, he's got the upside. Player there, right? Yeah. Story, but I mean, but there's an upside. <laughs> Whereas Bernadeschi, like I mean, I was always hoping he was going to do something like that too. But like I, every time he's on the field, I'm convinced the moment I see where he is, something bad happens. Like the moment I make contact with where he is on the field, I'm like, there he is. He lost the ball and they scored a goal every time. Just this, this, the, the whole picture, man. Whoever took that photo, the screenshot of him just, you know, standing with his, that'll be the quintessential moment that we've all been waiting for. Literally, the definition of Bernadeschi is that pose, hands behind his back. Just you looking get subbed like, out of a high school game doing that. Like, I was just like, it is. It is what it is. I'd sub you out of a U8 game if you did that. If I saw you standing as a goal and your hands were behind your back. Oh, too. my God. What's a steam? The only reason his hands were behind his back was because he didn't have pockets. Because soccer because soccer shorts don't have pockets. Otherwise, they would have been in his pockets. <laughs> you know, everyone was complaining about Chiesa. And I'm like, maybe it's just a blessing. Like. We don't have to like this. We have to see this guy as a sub. At least we don't have to fucking start the guy. Yeah. Because if there was more injuries or if we had Douglas Goss, like if it was like last year, like we'd be starting this guy like right wing Mm -hmm. against Ferenc Vados. And thankfully we don't have to do that shit. Um, It's just a couple of facts. Obviously Dybala is the only player to score, obviously in six consecutive uh, or each of the last six ucl season so it's like guys like lay off the fucking kid like <laughs> did you forget the first six seasons or, but whatever um obviously morata big uh 100th match for juve uh performed unbelievable uh on wednesday mm-hmm. and quadrado uh, match number 190 maybe 190 190 too many but uh yeah that guy's gotta hit the bench man and we gotta like I am praying that we can get Alexandro back and he doesn't get injured. Mm-hmm. Me too. I'm hoping that he comes back and even like, even if he just does what I'm like, even if it's not overexerting his, his abilities, maybe yeah. he's not doing something. Even if he's just like what Alexandro has been, I'm yeah. happier with that than fucking Danilo. I'll, I'll take Danilo and throw him on the right back. Like I want Danilo there. Really? I don't want Quadrado, man. I, I will take Danilo. Danilo's actually been, like, decent. I was at least appreciating that Quadrado had, um, whether it was, like, assi- I know he's had a couple assists, but he's also been, like, involved in some build-up play that I can appreciate. Again, <laughs> you're right. It's like, it's like the But he's like, he sits, on the, he, sits, he sits in the other box. Like, I'm, like, I'm looking at the game. And just to like as a as an like abbreviated point, like I'm looking and I'm like, 
Danilo's going up. Quadrado's already fucking up the wing with a, without a fucking paddle. Uh, and I'm like, who's, who's defending? We got two defenders. Yeah. I'm like, and then I'm looking at the mids and they're making runs. And I'm like, these motherfuckers just need to kick the ball and run. Yeah. And they go, <laughs> like, we're fucked. <laughs> a team against like Spezia or I'm not going to try to pronounce it. Fever, 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 pronounce it for me. I think it's Fetting Vados. I think. I mean, I'm probably saying it wrong too, but that's that's how I'm going to be fucking pronouncing it. What the- I just went <laughs> trying to sound it out without even having it in front of me. I was like, um, you know, the, like the the pressing up high and, and having your wingbacks like sit in the opponent's box, like that works for teams against like, yeah. you know teams like that that may not have players that are just going to like break on you and kill you, but like, but they were getting chances. Like that's the thing. Like. They were getting chances, bro. Like literally, yeah. like I was like, this team is like breaking, like like they're countering, like fucking prime Barca. Yeah. Like they're getting the passes through. They're putting it down the wings. I'm like, Spezia's how- goal had three players, three of our players <laughs> standing around the fucking guy in the box. He does two step overs, passes square across his body. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, they talk about. You know, Bonucci, Chiellini, 88, 88 times. They broke the record, apparently, of, of Danilo and Bonucci. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, and that's another thing. We bring Chiellini, and guys, I was saying before this, this lineup is probably going to look fucked up. Like, it's going to be, Frabotta's going to be in there. You're going to have Danilo as, like, a center back, Bonucci, mm-hmm. um, Quadrado as a right back. Uh, I guess Chiellini was fit. Um, I did not. I know there were talks, but I thought it was another week uh, ahead of schedule. It was a week ahead of schedule, essentially. Mm. So then they're saying he's back in, and I'm like, "Why are we doing this? Yeah, like this why is another why? recipe for disaster." Yeah, like I was waiting for him to pull up in that game and just being like, "Yep, he's done for the season, and that's his career." Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's terrible that, like, I agree with you, though. Like, I, I'm waiting for, like, the, the, you know what I mean? Like, the other shoe to drop with some of these guys. Because, like, Chilini being more specific. I mean, like, he's, a, he's an older guy, and he's, like, coming back from a pretty significant yeah. injuries over the last couple of years. Like, I agree with you. Bringing him back that quickly and having him play, I think he played all 90, right? Well, exactly. <laughs> I'm surprised. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Did they inject him with steroids or what? Like, they holy shit. On his leg and they sent him out there. They're just like, listen, this is a robot leg. We got to oil it and grease it before you go out there. You'll be fine. Fuck, I'll take that any day of the week. As long as, uh, you know, Merda doesn't get any word on that or else it's going to be like Calciopolis 3.0 coming coming down the works. But, yeah, yeah we'll I mean, and then you. Out of Conte's ears and you'll see his toupee floating up in the air like a cartoon. Fuck, but then you got Ramsey. So he he had a you know his right thigh apparently flared up. Yeah, and pretty well though too. I mean, I thought he was playing a decent exactly like. But that's the thing. Like, I'm not. I'm expecting. You know, this is what I'm expecting. Like the worst case scenario with this team. It's like we got these players who are injury prone. So now it's like Ramsey's going to be gone. They're saying ten days. Well, they'll reevaluate in ten days. So. Okay, they're going to look at it in 10 days. If it's looking good, he's going to need, what, a few days to train. So right. you're you're almost looking at two weeks at least. But Sky's saying 20. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, the squad is 
we we've built it up and like i said ramsey's been is doing really really well but it, it's just like and then artur he was having some stomach pains mm-hmm. so i'm guessing they were probably thinking well is this covid or is this like like what the hell is going on like he had to get subbed off we'll talk about it later pirlo made some comments about what was actually going on but apparently he's feeling better um expected to start against lazio and he seems like he's you know he's coming into his own w- with the position um but then we had to look at that and i'm just like okay that's another thing like delict and alexander like we talked about alexander before hopefully they come back after the international break that's going to be a lot of help but i don't know it's this team is scared what the, shut up siri or alexa whichever one it is um over to mine to make sure you didn't just fuck her up. Oh, there we go. <laughs> that, that's gotta be a cut. That's a cut. Thank you. Come Is again. This I was gonna say featuring Frankie the Worst and Alexa. And Alexa, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not you. I didn't. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> See, it's all fucked now. They're oh they're God. listening to us. Adidas is. Well, since you gave Adidas shit the last time they came up with that shit jersey just for mm-hmm. just to spite us after they uh, after they took down your tablet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, apparently. Oh, go ahead. Really quickly on that jersey, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> I can only. That's the only way I can say this. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. Out of all the kits that they could fuck up. Bro, it's all our dreams just smudging and just like it's just melting down the jersey. Like, <laughs> and Adidas had to know that that was like the most popular jersey of ours. Oh god, this fucking like, club, man. Oh shit. I saw that. My so one of my best friends is very into streetwear, fashion, etc. He sent oh, me it. Like he's like, oh, this is so sick. I'm like, Dude. well, at least people like it. I mean, it didn't sell out. Like it sold out within like two days, but like the tracksuit did though. That was a, because the tracksuit was very very nice. <laughs> well, the tracksuit I liked, which yeah. I still uh, I think you can still get in a couple places if you want, but it's it's definitely harder to come by. But yeah, and I mean, what the fuck? Like this club I, I is like you drew like like pastel colored drawings on a diaper. It, like, it was... I mean, sure, even even if you are into like you know fashion and shit like that like i don't mind like different pieces like that and you know like sneaker culture or whatever but what i like i don't even the man you want i could say okay it's a retro like the arsenal one i could say okay it's kind of that look bruised banana whatever the fuck they call it so it's a thing right it's a style but the Bayern Bayern one still yeah exactly right Bayern one vintage juve in madrid like what the fuck like madrid i can even say that one's not even that bad because it's a black shirt you can't really go wrong with a black shirt with kind of like a fucking dragon or whatever the hell they had on juve's decision to take that jersey and and like i don't i think it's like a fucking we're you know asleep at the wheel man with this fucking designing shit and you know what the funniest part about it was my, my personal favorite part about the entire jersey when you like when i was younger when i would go to italy with my family instead of buying like the high end like you know 80 dollar kids jersey you'd buy the street vendor jersey and the street vendor jersey like like the logo isn't separate 
from the shirt. It's just a, it's just part of the. Oh my god! I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> so you can stretch the fucking logo, and it just stretches with the. Sh- I saw that, and I'm like, that can't be the real shirt. You thought like, it was so. You thought it was so gender. <laughs> That's that's the version I buy like on the, like on the beach oh, in where they're you know oh oh maliette de la juve treo and you're like yeah well, give me thirteen of them what the fuck give me the oh, starting lineup I'll rat it I knew I knew that was coming out of your mouth oh. I was like fuck this and guys <laughs> I know this podcast has been like a it's been all over the place but it's just <laughs> this whole week has been all over the place so it's 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 fitting but fuck yeah like. I agree 100%. I swear, I probably have about four of those jerseys. I'm going to go take pictures. I'm going to literally, when I go to my parents' house tomorrow, <laughs> I'm literally taking photos. I'll take a picture of some that I have, too, because I know they're upstairs. I'll go take a picture when we hang up. It's so <laughs> true, though. Like, you even look at the Madrid one. Exactly. Like, fuck. How can you not come up? Like, just literally, they could have launched that jersey. They could have been like, you know what? We're just going to make a replica of the exact same jersey in 1560. And I get, and they could have said, this is a locker room edition or whatever the fuck they want to call it. And I guarantee you that would have sold out within like two minutes. And the thing that's funny about the human race, like in there, like the whole human race, like the actual NMDs and the Adidas yeah. shoes they made are all really, really nice shoes. Yeah. They're all very cool looking shoes. So then you go and like, it's like Pharrell, like forgot how to design. It wasn't even, it looked like he was fucking with. He was like, he's like, wow, Drake was in it. He was like, wow, Drake was in that one. So that's gotta be the most. He's like, yeah, and James, James Harden was in that one as well. Okay, we're going to pick that one. (laughs) I would have to imagine, right? Well, what what probably the, the thought process was he got through all of the other kits and then they're like, uh well we still have like a couple of adidas big teams like um you didn't design the event before he's like he's like who Uh, is that one with drake i'll just draw a jeep just okay but see what would have been worse this design or a crayola version of the 95 96 champions league final jersey like literally like the stars are like uneven and it's like looks like some kid fucking i almost would have rather said that would have been more vintage that would have been like oh well you know and it's got like fucking so it's got like sony like in a fucking irregular box they drew the s backwards or like some bullshit like yeah, I had I had to take a quick detour oh, on that. Lord. You, you mentioned it, and I was like, oh, stop about Honestly, that. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on, Adidas. Get your shit together. Literally, I had a, you know, we had the series going, which, again, I, I still got to get those jerseys, and I, wa- I want a kind of a, an overall look of about five, six brands, so I'm waiting to do that still, and obviously I need some time to get, you know, I want to do it the right way. So we'll definitely get that sorted. But we talked about it. You know, Ivan was on and he's like, yeah, you know, we're going to put this, you know, Adidas will do an ode to the past. And then they do this shit. Like, guys, like, this is not an ode. This is like a kick in the balls, man. There's such disrespect from from a designer. and, And it's like, how do you not plan this before you sign the contract? It's like, okay, guys. 
we're going to break it down. This is going to be the next eight years or whatever, even with the extension. Okay. This is, we're going to do a limited drop here. We're going to do this. We're going to take this. Like, I don't think they're even saying there's like Adidas, you know what to do. Go ahead. Just do whatever you want. Which like, I, and it's weird too. Cause like last year's home kit, I'll never like, there's no part yeah. of me that ever, ever like it. If we won the champions league in it. Okay. Maybe, but like, I, I, yeah. we didn't, so I hate it. Um, this year's home kit, like I started to hate, but like I, it's sort of growing on me. I can't yeah. tell if that's because of how shit all of the other jerseys are. <laughs> because that happened to me last year. Because last year I, I hated all the kits, and then I was like, this white one's okay. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it isn't. Like, this it's so is true. It's so like, true. I don't even like this kit. You know, like I'll say one thing. Last year, I loved the palace kits. I thought yeah, they oh were- yeah. That said. Like they sold out in three seconds. Now it's four hundred dollars to buy them secondhand. Like we only use them in one game. Like I would have rather use those for multiple games than use like, you know, like like yeah. this bright orange. Like I literally would. I honestly, I I would have worn those jerseys over the next two years, and not even come out with another jersey. To be I honest, I would. I know some. Pe- I know some people didn't like the like neon, but I'm like, dude, I'll take that. I will literally take it over the, and again, I don't know if you've been listening to people online, but it's like slowly, but sure. They're like, yeah, you know what? I actually like this kids. It's like, we're in the, we're in the stages of depression. We're in the, we're in the acceptance. We're in the acceptance, acceptance phase. Yeah. Yeah, guys. It, it's actually looks like a sick kid. Yeah. The dark blue one actually isn't that bad. You know, those massive, no, they're not that bad. Oh, the orange one, you know, it's actually nice. It's like, it's festive. Like, you know, it's around Halloween and, you know, it, it fits. Guys, what the fuck? We're turning into like Real Madrid fans. Like, uh, I was going to mention this on the Spezia. I was going to go on a rant. Like, literally, we're turning into a bunch of simps, man, with this club. Like, and we're defending like, shit that we don't need to. I don't know. Go ahead, but You have some of those special editions from the last couple of years that, like, were... Dang. <laughs> they just like you don't need to redo them you know what i mean like and there's there's also something to be said about like juve fans like i i, I like to tend to think that like juve fans will be just as happy with like you know like uh, a third kit that's like a little bit out there a little bit different a little bit yeah. weird different color whatever and the other two be base i think yeah. they'd be just as happy with that as if all of them were like just like very plain black and white home, yellow away, and then black third, right? Like I think once you start getting into like the oh we're fucking with the home jersey and the away jerseys are rainbow, <laughs> and then the third jerseys are fucking it, you look like a pumpkin. Like, well, I don't know if you, I don't know if you've seen the new one, but apparently we got like the printer. Uh, you know, you know the test page. That's what apparently the second jersey is gonna be. <laughs> Of course it is. Actually, yeah, that's that would be a perfect idea, actually. So whenever you get a new printer, you know how you get that first page that usually takes about like half an hour to, for the fucking thing yeah, to print? To make sure that the printer works. So you're going to get like the different black lines and the different fucking, you get a little bit of yellow dots here and there and some blue dots, cyan, fucking uh, magenta, whatever it's called. That's what we're going to get. That's what that's our next jersey, guys. Breaking news. They're, they just they pull out a new like, Xerox. They print that page out. They're like, all right, guys, now everyone number your favorite. One to three. And then those will be the home, the way, and then the third jersey. No, basically what they'll do, the design is going to be they're going to get a printer 
they're going to get a new printer every time when they're like, okay, everyone's going to be getting their own. So they're going to be basically just keep printing out test sheets and be like, look, it's a little bit different. Like that's what everyone was making these. Oh, look, my stripes are a little bit. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. No, like, what... That's how the orange kits are. The orange kits are like, oh, well, there's different variations. You know, this one has the blotch right here. And then this one has it up here. It's like, the fuck, I don't want to buy any of them, much less seven different kit versions of it. <laughs> we're literally just trying to like pick at anything we're just like guys it's nice right like come on tell me it's nice please tell yeah, it's me like, it's nice oh like a, god there's gonna be a day where i don't know who it's gonna be like and it's it's tough because like you look at like psg yeah i, I said this i think last time we talked like psg's like collaboration. i've never been more jealous about another team's kit ever Oh yeah. Never with Kappa, never with anything, but like they have made it so they have like six kits, I think, at this point, or like five kits. That's amazing. Yeah, I could have made some sick money off of those shoes too that just came out. <laughs> so it's stuff like that where like you know, you look back to like like my favorite collab of the last couple of years was it wasn't collab actually. The my favorite special edition was um the the all black buffon jersey. Oh so perfect yeah. example of a time where Juve shouldn't shoot themselves in their own fucking foot, but they do. They list this jersey. They limit it to, what is it, a thousand version, a thousand of them or, or very that, limited. Wasn't it like one, 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 one or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they price it at 300 euro? Are you fucking nuts? I bought it. <laughs> no, and dude, I would, <laughs> if I didn't have a woman in my life standing next to me telling me. True enough. <laughs> If she wasn't even in the room, the purchase was going through. She was just <laughs> to be next to me, and I'm like, oh, shit, I could buy this right now. She's like, you just don't do that. But it, had that not been the exact scenario I was in, I was being purchased, Click. and I was going to fine about it, right? But, like, that's a perfect example. Make that kit the actual goalkeeper kit. Yeah. They would pull out an all-black goalkeeper kit with white accents in a heartbeat. I don't know what the fuck they were waiting for on that one. Literally makes no sense. It's like... But they instead, were... we get these like black mountaintop fucking <laughs> generic Adidas things that Lester has the same kit. We just threw our logo on it, but we're the biggest Italian club in the How? I mean, I guess we got to count ourselves lucky. Some teams are getting that as their away jersey this year. So. Right. Yeah, we, we got subjected to the goalkeeper, and everybody else is like, you know what? Don't be mad. Okay. Stop don't bitching. Be bitching. <laughs> don't be bitching here. Yeah, we got your scraps, motherfuckers. Don't fucking come to us saying how bad your goalkeeper jersey is. Nike makes one jersey, and they're like, "All right, now what if we make this seven different colors?" And that that pretty much accompanies, yeah, I don't know, maybe fifty percent of our overall teams. So, like, yeah, it's some manufacturer to come in and be like, "Listen, we're not gonna fuck these up. We're not just gonna give you a good first year and then then just start to decline afterward, like Adidas did." Like, you know what the thing is, is like, how many different ways do you got to do black and white stripes? Like, it's as simple as that. Like, make them thinner, thicker, thinner, thicker every year. If you, I know that, some, I know some people were even complaining. Huh? Oh, exactly. I know some people were complaining, like, oh, what do you want stripes on your shirt every year? I mean, yeah, that's kind of the point of the fucking jersey. <laughs> you know like <laughs> like i've never i've never heard a milan fan i've never heard a barcelona i've never heard a madrid fan complain like oh, i'm not fucking white again <laughs> what the hell 
Where's the pink? Where's the where's the yellow? Like, I I've never heard. I've never I've, oh. and I've like half of my family's Milan fans. I've never heard any of them just be like, "Son of a bitch." Black and white stripes again. Yeah, and they just go up and down every time. (laughs) Every and then you look at other teams that it's like Barcelona. They went to hoops. Every person that supports Barcelona is like, "Fuck this! This jersey sucks. We hate it." They go to split half and half. This jersey sucks. We hate it. They hate that jersey and they won the Champions League in it. Yeah, and even I think they were like, I think they were even. They were just going to like slightly change the logo. Like they were going to take the ball away. Or I can't even remember what the fuck it was, but they were going to just like minor <laughs> take the ball away. And there was literally like fucking riots in the streets. We get a fucking J from hell. I don't even know where the fuck they pulled that from. And everyone's like, you know what, guys? We're moving in the right direction. See, look at all these smaller teams. They're all changing their logos because we did it. It's like, what are you on? Is oh man, we could go on for hours about this. <laughs> I tend to not even wear like, and it's not it's not because like I I just tend to always wear older kits. Yeah. A, I always like the materials more, and B, like they they look nicer and they have the old logo. Like the yeah. new logo, I, you know. Once we got this was the last jersey that they had the old logo. Yeah. yeah. This is the one that they had the thin stripes. They had the pink jersey. They had this kit. That was right before adidas started just fucking us up that was that was yeah. that before then adidas was like yeah what if what if we had some fluorescent colors and maybe you know fuck up every jersey you have and yeah it's yeah, i bought them all but it really just kills me yeah like it it, it was crazy with that even like even though i like that first like new logo jersey it was pretty pretty cool i don't know like the tux, like the pinstripe one, was okay the following year. Yeah, like it wasn't horrible, but I don't know. It, it's just, just put fucking stripes. Yeah, like I don't know how difficult this is. Go in a room, just start drawing, drawing. Take a paintbrush. No, no, sorry, not a paintbrush because then we'll get the same jersey we did this year. Exactly. Take a marker. Solid, some solid kind of drawer. And just fucking draw lines. Hand out two hours. Blank printer paper to everybody. And you just draw however thick or thin the line you want. Just keep drawing them. Mm -hmm. All the different versions of the Sharpie, the thicknesses, and yeah. I don't care if you got to burn down fucking half a forest. Keep just drawing lines. Mm -hmm. Draw lines. Keep going in a row. Yeah. Like in the Karate Kid when he keeps saying, (laughs) keep doing this and I promise it'll fucking work out in the end. Oh, just keep doing. Why do I have to keep doing? Just keep fucking, just keep washing my windows, and it'll work out. Wax later. on, wax off. Yeah, it's the same thing in the Adidas boardroom. They're gonna be like, just keep drawing lines, keep drawing them up and down until. And I hopefully, you. we will get a fucking stripe shirt. Unbelievable. That's what I'm saying. The Madrid people have it so easy. There's not even a conversation. They're just like, I have this white jersey done. That are unprocessed and unrefined. You see what I got to deal with? Tell Jeff Bezos if he wants to talk. Jeff, Jeff, I know I got the, I know I got that, that Sonos for free, but come on, give me a fucking break now. For fuck's sake, man, come on. All in or don't. Oh, man. But anyways, we got Pogba's contract, apparently Man United. Well, again, Daily Telegraph, take that how you want to fucking take that. They're not looking to extend Pogba's contract. So basically, that means they are going to extend his contract and we're not going to get Pogba. 
Um, some people don't like them. Some people do like them. Take that how you will, boys and girls. Marcus Duram, Sport Beals. Apparently, we're interested in him. I don't know. Where are we getting this money from? I don't know. Steria Primavera has been suspended. Does that mean we're going to get fucking suspended, uh, Seria? That could be a good possibility. It's trending. Okay, let's get into this fucking game now. So, our formation, 4-3-3 in defense. Uh, Chiesa would come down to play as a 4-4-2, obviously as the left mid. And Ronaldo and Morata would kind of switch between, uh, you know, whoever was going to be in, in the center forward. Ronaldo was really, he was drifting uh, a lot of uh, in large parts of the game. He wasn't necessarily on the right-hand side like it projected in the, in the formation. Rabiot, Artur in the middle. We know what happened with him, obviously going off uh, earlier. And Ramsey on, on in the midfield three. Danilo on the left, Chiellini. Again, what a risk. Bonucci and Cuadrado with tech and goal. And for one point, actually, during this game, I, I don't know if you saw, but it almost seemed like Chesney was the guy that was hurt. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if it was just the wrong camera angles or what, but, like, Buffon was warming up. So I, I hope that's not a fucking – that's not the next fucking thing coming down the line that we find out uh, in, in the next couple of days. Ferenc Varos, 4-3-3, same lineup as us. Their goalkeeper, he had a day. Um, mm. Then they had a, a bunch of players who – Again, nobody knows. <laughs> so if I tell you their names, you guys are uh, not going to give a shit. So we're going to move past that. <laughs> um, all you need to know is they played a 4-3-3. So let's get into a couple of the match stats. Juve 54% possession. It honestly didn't feel like that at some times when uh, even though we had the 2-0 lead and even after the 4, they, they were taking it to us. I mean, again, we could have sit back and, and not worry about it. But I found that... After every real, you know, action or, or chance, they literally came down the field and, and, and pressed us and countered and literally had it easy. And you look at it in the shots. I mean, we had 16, which is which was a step up from the last game and a step up from the Barcelona game. Nine on goal, which is crazy to, uh, to, to be actually saying that. Um, Federico Vados, obviously 46% possession, 12 shots on goal. Uh, 12 shots, three on goal. So they were getting their chances. I mean, even you look in the Spezia game, like you said before, that it, it could have been a different story uh, if they it was an actual clinical, you know, clinical finishers that can put the ball in the net. And obviously, you know, they're a smaller team. Um, you know, this is I can't remember if they were in the Champions League last year, but it it, it hasn't. It's been a while since they've been in this competition so uh again wasn't going to be easy for them uphill battle uh, with just with the talent differential 640 passes for us 534 for them 90 percent pass accuracy which is pretty good on our part 88.2 for them um and then we get into the match i don't think there was any real problems um maybe there was i think an offside but again which is stunning that there was only an offside yeah exactly um, literally, it was like the the polar opposite of what's been going down. Um, Which is we, funny. I was I I was actually watching the highlights like before we started talking, um, just to refresh myself. <clears throat> the goal that uh, that Morata scored. A, I I was convinced Cuadrado was offside, but my favorite part was that like if you watch that video, 
Morata started so far on sides. He ran like, he ran like, like at least past two or three defenders on his way to actually tap that ball in. Yeah. But in my head, I was like, oh, see, this is, this is how, he, how he fixes himself. He has to start his runs at the midfield when we're in the box so he doesn't stay at stray offside <laughs> every fucking time. She just lines up like a sprinter. She's fucking... I was I'm like, Morata scored that goal. I'm like, Cuadrado will be outside now. Watch this. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that was, it was crazy. Cause like, even the way he celebrated, it was like, what the fuck just happened? Like he tapped it in and it was just like, okay, is there a VAR? Is there yeah. an offside? Did someone raise a flag? What, what's going on? Did we score? Monata's eyes have to be like locked with the uh, with the linesman, like, like. Oh yeah, it's like every every time now he's just like he's he's yeah. look he's looking after every every time the the balls in the back of the net. I mean, the second one was obviously a beautiful goal, so he he didn't really even need to. But uh, yeah, it's been great. I mean, Ramsey, I think had a great start as well, mm-hmm. uh, great steal. But then again, we get it. We'll get into it in in the second half. But yeah, it was. Um, it was a decent start. I would say the intensity was up. It definitely stopped after uh, we buried that first goal. We definitely slowed down and uh Ferenc Vados, like I said, took advantage of their, of the times that they did steal the ball and the times that they did counter us when we were out of position. Um, but yeah, like you said, seventh minute Cuadrado from the right-hand side, uh, a nice ball from Bonucci actually um, yeah. to get him running and then uh, cross on the ground through the box and pretty much it landed on uh, Morata's foot and he buried it. Uh, fullbacks were really high. Like I said, this is, I think going to cost us. I think we really needed like, we needed a, more of a defensive player. And I know you guys want guys to, you know, run down and uh, like contribute into the, into the offensive end. But with Rabiot and uh, even with Ramsey, they're not going to be able to because we have, you know, Arturo as the playmaker. Um, Chiesa is bombing down the left and Cuadrado is obviously bombing down the right. And then obviously you'll get Danilo who also makes his runs mm-hmm. um, when he has the chance. Now, I, I've seen multiple times this game where you see Cuadrado in the top left and you see Danilo sprinting and you're just like, please, <laughs> please don't get the ball. Please yeah. don't. So again, we got to work on that. We're going to have to tweak the, 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 for, like I said, there's lots of opportunity to change, but that was something I noticed really early. Again, 18th minute for Enfados, a couple, uh, a couple chances. And that's what I really noticed us dropping back into a four, four, two in the defensive end. And um, we were basically holding most of the possession in, in the first half, but again, they did get their chances. I can't deny that. Um, it was funny to see in the 23rd, Ronaldo was kind of like directing play. And I hate when he does this. I know people are like, yeah, he's got leadership skills and literally does the most selfish thing in the world, misses the head, misses like a little header. And then it's like pissed off that Chiesa like didn't know that he was going to miss the header and like yeah. go after the ball. And I'm just like, dude, like chill. First of all, relax. Second of all, it's like, you don't need to be like this commanding guy that's like telling, they know what to do. Um, and I find like, again, it comes on this dependence of Ronaldo, uh, that I was supposed to talk about in the Spezia podcast, but I don't know. I, I think we get in these situations where, uh, it's too much. Like he doesn't need to, you know, tell guys, um, 
they didn't there was a nice one two like directly after that and um again he waited too long uh that was the story of this whole game um way too indecisive not yeah, clinical at all i wasn't a fan of it's interesting. It was very night and day from the Spezia game. Like Spezia game, he comes in and he totally changes the way we play. Um, obviously, he you know he uh, he started this game so a bit different. But yeah, I will say that this game, you're right. Like it just seemed like his decision making wasn't as spot on as it usually is. I mean, you see, like um, you know, not with too jumping too far ahead, but like with uh, with Dybala's goal that had to bounce off the keeper and then go in yeah. semi own goal, whatever you want to call it. Ronaldo wasn't in a position to receive a pass at any point. The ball only had the opportunity to shoot. Yeah. That was all it could do. Um, you know, there was uh, the shot that Ronaldo put wide that he could have squared up. Um, Morata, yeah. There was, yeah, there were just a couple situations where like Ronaldo should have been in position A. Instead, he was in position B, and it fucked us over. And you know, luckily, yeah. And and Chiesa yeah, was like, there's multiple chat. Like you said, even that the one I just mentioned, like Chiesa comes open. And he's like waiting, 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 and then they're like right next to each other. Yeah. And he literally just like rolls the ball over, and it hits. And obviously, Chiesa tries tries the shot. And then after that one, I'm pretty sure that was the exact play where Cuadrado, when the deflection comes back out, puts it into the fucking 17th million row. Which I I, I rewatched that exact play literally <laughs> ten times, and like. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I've ever been a professional footballer. I don't think well, so I agree. Neither of us are going <laughs> to pretend like we, we've been in that situation where we're like, oh, I would have just done this. Throw but, a top corner every time. But if you see that fuck, if the, like, Cuadrado, all he has to do is just, to, it, just poke it just a little bit up. You don't have to fucking crush it. There's, there's like five or six Full feet of space. I use feet now, right? Like two, three meters of space <laughs> in the back post where the goalie, all of the defenders are all towards the right side of the goal. And Cuadrado, he could either he could either square it across his body to someone or yeah. he could just try. It's like he's never chipped a foot off of a ball before in his entire life. Try that instead of like there. There's no way he would ever score that goal the way he shot it. Yeah. Even if he got the perfect height, it was hitting someone in his face. I was so fucking mad. I saw that and I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, this yeah, man just, is so uncreative. I was like, please, this is not, I was like, this is not what I want to see. And I mean, okay, we're up one nothing, but still it's like, oh shit. Like now I'm going to, now I got to see this shit. His defensive capabilities are already in question. Now all of a sudden he's, he's skying it. But I mean, it wasn't too bad. Like I said, he gave, he gave, I wouldn't say he was, and even defensively in this game, I wouldn't say he was a liability. Um, more more so in other games, but that's yeah. not what we're talking about. So, again, 26, lackadaisical defending. Um, the mids need to – there was a situation where they had a player on the right-hand side, and it was almost like two rows. You had our mids and you had our defense. Now, I believe they had one striker that was kind of pushing ahead. So, okay, mm -hmm. someone's got to pick that guy up. But they also had two players – basically in the middle of space and again if the guy sh if the guy is of any quality once the winger puts it back into the middle and he takes the shot i mean right. he could have easily scored that he was at the top of the box i mean easily could have gone in but 
it comes down to the situation where you you got Bonucci, who I don't know, are they not trust? Like I'm thinking this team doesn't trust each other in the defensive end because Bonucci's not smart enough to say, okay, I got to push up and, and mark one of these guys to kind of take away. So if the guy wants to push it down the wing, that's fine. We'll take that all day as long as everyone's covered. So he doesn't do that. But then the, the, the mid are also not smart enough to say, okay, we need to put some pressure on the uh, on these two players running in the box. I don't know if they were gassed at that point. I don't remember. Because I know people gave Rabiot shit for when Demidal got that first yellow card. But he literally fucking sprinted. Uh, he was literally making a play directly before that. So I can understand why he was kind of maybe mentally not, not in it. He was thinking about the, the chance that he had missed. But we there that has to be solved. Uh, I mean, we got to fix that because, again, you're going to get moments like in the Barcelona game where Messi or Griezmann or Dembele or Fad is going to walk in and just walk around the defense and put put the ball in the net. So we were lucky that we had we played a game against a team that wasn't clinical. That that's just how it is. But then not only that was bad, there was that intensity drop around the 29th minute. They're holding the ball a lot, and then they were taking their chances. And when we're only a one up on the road, you know, if that's a full stadium rocking in Hungary, in Hungary, Hungary, fucking, I'm so off it tonight. Um, <laughs> fucking Hungary. Um, I'm nodding along. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Hungary. Fuck, fuck. Um, <laughs> Hungary, like, that's rocking that stadium. Like, even the noise in there just with the fucking a third of the stadium in was enough. Like, it's a different game. So we dropped intensity. They're holding the ball. Fortunately enough, we were able to get to halftime. Um, there was a couple chances with Ronaldo Morata going one, two. Ronaldo again, indecisive, doesn't finish. Um, but I found Morata was really finding some good spaces. And, you know, again, a couple times it bounced on him, is what it is. But thankfully, we didn't have to really deal with the offside. Like you said, that was something that wasn't. Uh, a problem and we get into halftime up one nothing now then we hear obviously we see our artur going off benton comes in and kind of slots in again as that playmaker nothing really changes i did not like that he was that deep um because we've seen it with pianich right where he was kind of sitting back but the only thing that i actually did seem to like was he wasn't going lateral like the way we were playing last year Mm-hmm. He was actually, from what I was noticing, and maybe, I mean, guys, drop a comment uh, if, if you disagree, but I thought he was more direct. And maybe that was because Federic Varos's mid wasn't, you know, it's not a top mid where they're they're kind of taking away our space. But I found that Artur was able to move the ball, you know, up and down, north-south instead of east-west. So it was still effective. Like, he wasn't taken out of the game. Where with Pjanic, we noticed that a lot of the time when we were going laterally or they did bring a marker that basically sat on on Pjanic, he was nullified and he was taken completely out of the game. So that was nice to see. Unfortunately, again, he had these stuff. We didn't know what it was at the time, but it was stomach issues. And uh, Benton comes on uh, towards, you know, going into the 50th minute. We have another bad free kick from uh, CR7, as usual, right on point. Um, but again, they're moving easy. Um, the, their intensity's up and we're only up one, nothing. And that's something, you know, we got to improve on because teams are going to be able to push and, and dictate and, and take, 
take the opportunity on their chances and it's going to be a completely different game. So if we want to get anywhere, there's lots of stuff that we can improve, but that's really mainly where, where I'm looking at right now. Um, and then again, 49 minute with a, with a Chiesa pickpocket, um, easy counter, big chance for them. 53rd though, we get into Ramsey being, you know, the glass legs as we, as glass knees, as I like to call them. And unfortunately, he goes off. So I told you how long it's going to be for at the beginning. McKenny comes on. And I don't know if you've been noticing this. So he, again, slots in no problem on the right-hand side. Again, same thing, 4-3-3, 4-4-2 on the way back. The midfielders, and I noticed this in Spezia, against Spezia. And this is why I wanted to go off about Dybala. But the midfielders are making more runs than the guy who's actually at the top in the fucking, in the striker spot. Like McKenny, like, did you not notice in the Spezia game? Like McKenny was making, he was making like runs into the box. And I'm like, wait a minute, how is this going to work? So we're getting Dybala to come back to get the ball. And we're sending our Med Salas to go into the box. How does that make any sense to me? Which to me, is it doesn't. Because I can, I Maybe I'm wrong. No, no, I, I can appreciate too that like McKenny is definitely, from what it seems to me, he seems a, like a uh, like a ball winning midfielder, right? Like the guy exactly. that you would expect to kind of be the one to win the like. I hate to compare, but like a Vidal, like a, um, a Vidal type, where right. you know, you're expecting him to get the ball back and then redistribute to the playmaker is going to get through. Um, I don't get why like like did him and DiBala like talk before. Or like I don't know what I don't know what Dybala has said to these midfielders. I'm thinking that's the way they're playing. Like I'm guessing that's how they're getting played because they wouldn't do. They just would like it's not like it happened once and then like it stopped. Like it happens all the time. And I'm just like, how are people not like? I don't know. Maybe I'm not listening out there in the crowd. But like, how are people not commenting on this? Like, and it's not like he's playing bad. Like he's doing well in that position. So I'm not like I'm not criticizing McKenny because he's doing he's going rogue and he's doing whatever he wants like he's being successful in the position that he's been put in right and he's in that him doing what he's doing has led to a few goals but i'm thinking like this obviously we have our pivot in either benton or or artur so he's going to be trying he's supposed to be you know again pirlo's also mentioned that he's supposed to be playing higher than what he was so obviously that's going to be adjusted but if we get into the scenario where both of our, if you want to call them Medzala, are, you know, making runs almost simultaneously sometimes yeah. where you'll have Rabiot going up and McKinney going up. Again, <laughs> you have Cuadrado up, you have Rabiot up, you have McKinney up. Who's going to be blocking Dybala? I don't want him to happen. You see the CDM? So and that's the thing that's so frustrating is, like, out of all the players that are playing up further – that I would want to come back. Dybala is the last one. Exactly. I, I want Dybala closer to the goal. He fucking, like. So it's, it's just, it's, it's killing like me, man. It's a math problem that, like, I'm amazed that at this point, like, we have not solved. In the, in the last six years, though, Dybala has been with us. We've seen the closer he is to goal, the more, the more goals he scores. And it's not, it's, it's like, it's immediate. You put him near the goal, he immediately starts produ- producing. Whether or not it's every single game, whether or not he's dropping hat tricks or whatever the fuck it is, he's yeah. still like you can still see that his productivity goes up and the team moves more quickly 
because he's involved. Well, we'll, get, we'll get in. We'll get into this game. So, like I said, I don't think Ronaldo had a particularly good game. We get into the 54th minute. He's in a good position. He's on the right hand side, but then he's doing some step over bullshit. Same holding onto the ball too long, and the chance goes to, to for naught. I mean, again, this is why when Daniel says we need a good team, you fucking Ronaldo simp's dick riders, whatever the fuck you want to call them, you have to listen. Because you're not Ronaldo did not win the fucking Champions League on his own. Uh-huh. That's facts. I don't give a shit what if you want to fucking cry in your room or whatever the fuck you want to do. Ronaldo was again an amazing player, an amazing contribution, a clinical goal scorer when he's on 100%. But there's games when players are not going to be on 100%. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we have to have, you know, the counter, we have the counterbalance. So the team has to put in some numbers. They got to put in some work and they got to contribute. That's what we've been lacking. The midfield scoring some goals, other strikers scoring some goals, wingers, stuff like that. We haven't had that. We can't, Ronaldo can't do it all on his own. Okay. As great of a player he is, you want to call him the GOAT, that's fine. He's not going to do it on his own. That's just facts. Okay. And today proved it. So we get into this game that's a tough game, or you look at the IX game, or you look at um, Leon. He could even be scoring, but if the team's not there, it doesn't mean shit. We're right. still out. So today what happened is Cristiano wasn't able to bury some goals. You know, he was taking his chances. He had a he had a lot of good chances, but again, the ball wasn't in the net. If Morata's not there or is playing as good as he is right now, and obviously if the, the way what happened with Dybala doesn't, you know, come to fruition, <laughs> this is a this game's way tougher than what it is. For sure. We don't win this game. So, again, thankful enough that, you know, Morata's on form. You know, we we got those lucky. And look, look, like exactly like you said, we'll get into it in about a moment. I don't think I have anything anything else. But, again, Ronaldo, like I always said, when he's pushing the ball forward, again, it was just from the right side. He puts a ball over in the uh, 60th minute. And... I don't know if McKinney was doing this on purpose or what, but he obviously made a run forward. Now, I don't know if he stepped over and did like, a, you know, the bridge to let the ball. Again, he, whatever he, it is. he'll know whatever it was, but he lets the ball go through. And I always say, you got to one touch the ball. Mm-hmm. Morata, bang, sm- smashes one past the goalkeeper. Unbelievable goal. And like I said, he's on form and, and we got to be really thankful for that because it's making the difference right now. Um, but again, right after that, 65th minute, pushing for the goal, we, we're sitting as usual. The typical Juve comes back. We sit behind the ball after we get that two, the, the, the the security goal there at 2-0. And uh, again, they get some chances. 67, the Morata comes off. Personally, I would have taken Cristiano, but whatever, we won't get into that. Um Morata comes off and Dybala comes on. And the first thing he does is he tries to chip the keeper. Uh, and about the 71st minute, he kind of like chips one and it goes to the right wide. And I'm like, oh, this is this 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 bad streak is still gonna continue. Um he's his not, his, realizing, his, not realizing we were gonna get two gifts. Yeah, exactly. And his sights are not off. And I'm like, oh shit, we're gonna have to hear it again from the fucking the, the fucking losers out there. So thankfully, um in the 73rd, which was two minutes after that, horrible back pass. Like 
horrible pass to the goalie. In the, in the other team's defense, I will have to say I, it was pouring rain. True. Well, fair enough. Fair I mean, enough. So like I, it's so like as much because I, I was watching the I watched the like the ESPN FC or whatever like recap after, and they were like. <laughs> Yeah, you know, these are terrible passes. The goalkeeper has to do better. And they, like, do the zoom in, and it's, like, a torrential downpour. Like, I, I, the passes suck to the goalkeeper, and I'm yeah. so glad that Dybala didn't fuck him up. But, like, I might not be able to see at that point either. You know what I mean? So True. Like, true enough. True enough. And see, I love, this is, like, you know, we got we got the counterbalance in the podcast. We got, he he, he kind of goes, he brings it back, and I go too far, and he brings it back. <laughs> but anyways, you know, bounces right off the keeper. And this is why you want the ball up there because he's pressing all the time, literally pounces on it, you know, easy goal, puts it in the back of the net and we're up three, nothing. And, you know, from that moment on, it's, it's, it's pretty easy. We get Frabota coming on to get some minutes. Thankfully we got to see Cuadrado go out. I was so happy on that moment. Unfortunately we get Cuadrado or sorry, we get Bernardeschi. See, I'm even confusing that one up. Bernardeschi comes on. And Kies unfortunately goes off. And I think Kies had a really good game, showed a lot of intensity, showed a lot of pressing, was making good runs. Uh, and I thought I thought he did really well this game. Um, but then again, in the 81st minute, Fenning Vados keeps giving gifts uh, as the gift that keeps on giving. And another back pass to the uh, another pass to the goalkeeper. But this time, uh, when he when he goes to give the ball out, he basically just the, the there's Dybala was wearing a magnet or something. I don't know, attracted to the ball, but he gets, he basically gives him the ball and uh, he puts it, I believe he shoots it through the keeper's legs. It kind of bounces through and their defender essentially just buries it into the top corner because he said, fuck it. It's over. Might as well score a goal at, at one end. So, um, but anyways, thank that defender for literally fucking up my fantasy because that would have given me an extra four points Times two with the fucking captaincy. So, fuck you, uh, Fenning. No, they didn't give it to him. They gave it as the own goal, those bastards. So, I was trying to catch up in fantasy. Thank you, UEFA, for not allowing me to do that. But we're up 4-0. And, uh, you know, again, we're kind of, you know, lackadaisical, not really, you know, pressing a lot, sitting behind the ball. And it was all real Fenning Vados at the end. Um we get to the 89th minute. Essentially, the whole team falls asleep again. Bonucci's twerking again. Bernardeschi's hands behind the back. Um, what else do I got to say? After losing the ball, like you said earlier. And, yeah, it pretty much says it all for us. Uh, Tech made a huge first save. Mm-hmm. Um, but, again, everyone was half asleep because they are all just like... I'm still... Oh. I. And basically, the, the 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 attacker who put who shot it the first time gets his own rebound and yeah. buries it. I mean, you can't blame Tech for the the rebound. I mean, it was a point blank shot, and I was surprised he made the, the save on the first one. But yeah, man, unbelievable four one. That's that pretty much ends ends the game. How poetic is it that like Bernadeschi <laughs> and Bonucci link up for like the most annoying goal? And like we, of course we couldn't kept we we couldn't keep the clean sheet because why would we, right? Ugh. If I have to see, oh, we talked about this last time, dude. If I have to see Bonucci try to block another fucking ball with his ass, I don't know what everyone's scared happened. about. I don't know what he's scared. Of. Like we got to do some trust exercises or something, where it's they like, like, like they a hold them up or something. I don't know. Wear a cup. 
Are you that like is like he already has a couple kids? It's not like he needs to like worry about like, well, you know, gotta keep the jewels in check. Otherwise, if I want to pop another child out, who knows? That that's not even on the top of his to-do list. Yeah, I, I don't know. Fucking Torino fans. But, I don't know like, what he learned at Milan. Unbelievable. They just but, they he walked in and Maldini was like, All right, here's what we're gonna do. Here's gonna how you defend everything, and then we're gonna send you right back to Juventus. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, bro, I like, have no oh. idea. He's like, I we're have... gonna buy, we're gonna buy him. We're gonna make a cap and fuck him up. Then we'll send him back. I don't know. I don't know what's up with this guy. Literally, it's like a zombie defending, sticking out his leg backwards. Like, just make the tackle, dude. Like. St- Watch my buddies the don't watch soccer see him play that way and they say what the fuck is he doing like we watched my friends and i watched that game the other day um against uh spezia which i'm pretty sure he had another ass miss fucking tackle every and game but he's like why is he doing that i'm like oh, i don't know <laughs> like, i'm gonna go out on a limb and i'm gonna say i think rugani defends better than him at this point right which you know like uh, <laughs> <laughs> That says a lot. That says a lot. Oh, guys, we're gonna get up to we're gonna get into three up, three down, three worst players, three best players. Uh, For me, I'm gonna go Ramsey. The only reason I'm putting on this list because you're fucking getting injured too many damn times, and I (laughs) fucking told you, stay healthy, you bastard. And then Bernardeski's getting in there. I don't care if he was in there for one minute or for five minutes or for the whole game. What the fuck are you doing? And number three, I'm going Bonucci because, again, even though that we, we won this game, what you could say is a 4-0 win, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You know, I was close to bringing Ronaldo in, but then I'm like, I don't want this video to get six dislikes <laughs> like every other video is because that's what all these fuckers are doing. It's either that or, or Bobo the Clowns fans coming on here. So it's one or the other that are disliking my videos. Um, so, I, again, I'll save my ass on, on that on that one side. Um, and then for my three best, I'm going to go Morata easy, Chiesa easy, I think, really well. I was close to putting Dybala, but again, got lucky uh, those couple times. I'm not going to be like who scored.com, and because there's two goals, he scored two goals, he's the man of the match. That's not how it works. <laughs> um, and then Danilo, I'm going to give him some respects because he's been putting some really good performances, getting involved in the attack, but also making some very key tackles that I've seen. So those are going to be my three worst and three best yeah i think uh i think my three worst um bernadeschi for sure for the 73 reasons i just gave um i just i I don't know how many more highlights of the other team's goals i have to see that start out with bernadeschi with the ball every fucking one is like right so he's one bonucci has to be two um for you know again a multitude of reasons but the one thing that's been bothering me the most besides the ass defending is that like i can understand um you know if like what we were talking about before how there's like a very clear split line between where our midfielders yeah. stop and where our defenders start bonucci's having this tendency of like i can understand that him and chiellini now that chiellini is back them sitting a little bit further back but yeah at the same time, Bonucci kind of wanders too much for that to kind of still be the, you know, 
he he has the like this this the the I don't know like the ghost of 2012 in his head still where he was playing these incredible long balls and he was getting forward and scoring goals from the top of the box like that it's not happening anymore and I see him like wandering a little bit more to your point if Danilo and Chiesa and Cuadrado are all pushing up even if Bonucci's 10 yards away from Chiellini Chiellini's 35 he can't run that fast anymore so you have to play a little bit closer to him and middle ground where Bonucci plays too close and he fucks up he plays too far away and he fucks up so he's number two on my list of worst um three three's tough three three is the is the is the tough one because i i agree with you with ramsey but like i'm just i'm just picking at straws I think Ramsey, if he if he lasted all ninety minutes, I I almost think he might have been in the top three because he was playing pretty well before he went on. True, true. Um, I, you know, I don't want to put uh, Cuadrado in the in the worst three because I don't know that he necessarily merits it. I don't think we played an overall poor game. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. But that said, I still think that the right side always gives me anxiety because when Cuadrado is present in the any given play, I feel better. But yeah. a lot of times what feels to be happening is that he's pressing so far up that when the ball breaks quickly, oh, like yeah. not there. So he can't like, you know what I mean? And he, he's well, never, he doesn't even go. <laughs> right. So like, so you know what I mean? So I can't really, <clears throat> his offensive performances are great. I don't want him to score four and us concede five. You know what I mean? Yeah. That won't help. me. So I think he's again, and I'm, I'm saying that understanding the fact that he didn't play terrible of a game. It was just, you know, he did have that nice first assist, and besides that, that sky into the into you know the fucking upper deck. Um, I think he played all right. As far as the three best, um, Morata definitely number one. I mean, I think his goals were his first goal was you know was was definitely just him a tap in, but he still had to tap it in. Right. Um, and the second goal, frankly, that that's that's a very quick decision to have to make. I mean. It, you know, not knowing whether or not McKenney's actually trying to touch the ball or what he's trying to do. Pretty quick split second decision. And, and um, you know, it was a very nice strike on the ball. Um, Chiesa, I think, has been playing better and better and better every game. Um, I think it's nice because he has sort of this, I don't want to call it a chip on his shoulder, but like he seems like he is trying to prove himself a little bit more than, you know, some other Italians that come in. I hate to keep using Bernadette <laughs> as an example, but like, <laughs> I don't know. It was it was different, right? Bernadeschi and Chiesa came in in the same in, in a very similar kind of yeah uh, allure in the sense that you know they were both like the talisman at Fiorentina at that given time. They were the Italian guy who came in as a winger. Blah blah blah. Bernadeschi came in, and I think there was a little bit more of like, a, oh, he's a world beater. He's an ex Del Piero. Give him the number ten. Why are you giving it to DiBala? What the fuck? Whereas Chiesa is coming in a little bit more. I guess um, humble. It seems maybe that's just my perception. I don't know if I'm being wrong in that, but it seems like he is coming in with a little bit more to prove. Even though, I mean, you know, Fiorentina when Bernadeschi was on there was like was competing for top four spots. Yeah. You know, in the last couple of years, they frankly haven't been. So I think I think with you got to remember with Bernadeschi too, it was kind of a, there was a there was an influx of wingers, right? Like we just brought in Douglas Costa as well. We had Cuadrado. So there was kind of a lot of traffic, you know, in, in that area. And it's not like we were playing even 4-3-3 at the time. So it's not like – and we didn't have Ronaldo at the time either. So I don't know. It was just – Allegri got under that 4-2-3-1. Yeah. 
and I don't know. It just it, he kind of got lost in the in the in in the group, right? So and then obviously it's not like he's doing himself any favors, right? But right. Chiesa, I think there was kind of a, that exodus, so it opened up space as well. I think that's what we're gonna find out. <clears throat> getting rid of and and then obviously getting rid of Bernardeschi is really gonna help because now he doesn't have to worry about losing. Obviously, we brought in Kulusevski as well, but I think it's kind of different. When we knew we were going to be playing with win- wing backs, obviously having three at the back, so we know there's spots uh, for Chiesa and 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 Kulusevski, and depending on how we want to play, right? Yeah. Whereas we weren't really sure where we were going to put all these guys with Allegri when they were brought in, and I think Douglas Costa was kind of the better player at the time. Obviously, he got hurt a lot as well, but. So we were forced to, but in, in the situation where we had Higuain, Dybala, Mandzukic, uh, Douglas Costa, Bernardeschi, Juan Cuadrado, you know, to play uh, the way we did, you know, there's only so many accommodations you're going to get. Then you have Kadira that was there, you have Pjanic, and, you know, a multitude of others that are going to hold their spots. You know, young Bentoncourt comes in. It was tough. So uh, I think for him, he had more, more traffic, right? More, more, more uh, competition. Yeah. So he kind of fell by the wayside where, I mean, for me again, with the Ramsey pick, I'm an impulsive person. So I'm just picking at, I'm nitpicking for no reason. I mean, sure. If you want to say that I'm totally wrong by putting, again, I agree with you. I think he could have definitely been one of the best players if he stuck around, but. It's too much, man. You're making six. What does he make? It seven million, seven and a half. Yeah, seven and a half to just Fuck, get hurt. a year. And like this guy's getting hurt. Like I knew this was gonna happen. I just mm-hmm. called this shit. Everyone's like, no, he's gonna be, he's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be different. You know, it's not like we got Jay Medical. Oh wait. Yeah, he was glass at Arsenal, and then he came oh, here, and now he's just Italian glass. Oh wait, we have the best medical team in the world. Yeah. He went from being like uh, like Arsenal, Arsenal, uh, you know, English, UK glass, to now he's like, uh, you know. he's Murano glass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, uh, he's Vesuvian Ashton, <laughs> right? Like, I, uh, I, I will say, I like I said, I think it's, I'm very glad that Chiesa has sort of what it seems to be something to prove, and, and to your point, there is more space, so he has the opportunity to prove more. Yeah, um, but you know, I'm I'm glad that he's playing in a position that he finds to be more natural to him, at least in in some games, not necessarily in all of them. But, um, and you know, he has kind of this, I don't know, I, I it's like enthusiasm, I guess is the word, where like any time, right. not necessarily that he's smiling every time something happens, but like he's running to every ball. He's like he's not he's not hands behind your back, Bernadeschi. Like he's. He really, it, it seems like he has a little bit more urgency than other right. players. Right. Try to prove something. I agree. I agree. And also part why, I guess my third best, I think, is probably Dybala. Um, I'm going to go the who scored route with the two goals. But I, I think that there was something to be said about the fact that, like, those aren't just two goals. Like, they're not goals where, um, you know, the goalie just passes it to him and he just passes it right back right. in. Yeah, you know, he, he has to be in those positions. He has right. to be pressing hard. He has to be, um, and he has to finish them. Like that, that second goal has right. to be. You know what I mean? And, and there's a bounce. There's this. There's that. It was, it was lucky, whatever. But like 
again, he's in the position, he shoots, he scores the goal. We, we, I, I'm then not going to take off the fact because it's like, oh, well, the ball was yeah. a, a gift. It's like, well, yeah, but yeah, you still have to finish it. See, I'm not allowed to because if I do, if I say it, then I'm part of the Dybala fanboy club or whatever the fuck's been going around. So, which I'm fine. I, I got to limit the stick. So I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm not even mad. If, if someone wants to call me a Dybala fanboy, like him, him and me, we're almost him and me, uh, his birthday's a year before mine, almost to the day. Oh, shit. Yeah, his is November. Lucky I, you. I think his is November fifteenth. Uh, Mine's the thirteenth. Del Piero's the tenth. Damn, son. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you know, we all fucking figured it out. We we're all like, hey, maybe we just all be born now. But, Shit, might as well put you on the team too. <laughs> listen, if we, I, I'm not even gonna be picky. Give me a number in the fifties. I don't even give a shit. We'll give you number six. That's fine. That's <laughs> done. <laughs> I, uh, no, but like I said, I think Dybala, I think in the amount of time that he was on, he did exactly what I wanted yeah. uh, and what I hoped for a, a deep bench to do. Like, when, yeah. you know, we, we talk about how much deeper our bench is than everybody else. And then, like, we want to be able to sub on players like Dybala, McKinney, right. uh, Bentoncourt, and then show up and add some different dimension to the team. Maybe yeah. Dybala didn't have his, like, typical, you know, get the ball in the beginning of the final third and dribble it all the way up. Or, you know, he, maybe he didn't have all of his, his typical pizzazz that you would expect from a D-ball game. But, again, it was extremely you, rainy. Conditions weren't great. And he still had two goals he had to work for. And we're up 2-0 at that point when he comes in. So, I mean, that was just value added, right? Yeah, he, he didn't have to press. He could have just stayed back at the midfield line, played where you would expect uh, you know him to more or less be. I guess he'd more of a striker yeah. than him, so maybe a little bit further up, but he didn't have to press too hard and he did. Yeah. And that's what we needed. Really. Sometimes you just, that's, you need to go in. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sometimes you just need players to go in and do a shift and, and that's it. And just finish games up really something we haven't been able to say for a while. So it was nice to see, you know, us win. Obviously there were some scary moments again. And like I said, Fering Varos was uh, taking their chances. That's for sure. So, I mean, it could have been a closer game, but it is what it is. You know, the, the, the stat line is a stat line. You know, you can't change it and say, well, if, and, but if this happened, you know, that's, yeah. it isn't, that's the, the case. And, you know, we go, we get these three points, um, which we need to kind of stay in the hunt for the number one spot. I think definitely uh, achievable. Um, Barcelona has their moments. So <coughs> again, we got to keep working. Mm-hmm. And I have, uh, I have an inkling feeling that um, Ronaldo, he, again, without going to Ronaldo fanboy, and then this will this will get you a couple extra thumbs up. Like, <laughs> Ronaldo seems like the kind of motherfucker that, like, the day he was told he couldn't play against Barcelona, you know yeah. he was just like, oh, okay. He got his red Sharpie out. He already had days he was playing Barcelona circled on the calendar. Now he's really just driving it in there. You know, he's scratching the fucking calendar line. He's, he's ready. I have, a, I, have a, I have an inkling feeling. It's like, you remember, the, have you seen the text message of um, Ronaldo and his buddy where he's like, dude, don't worry. When we play Atletico at home, we'll smash them. Was that real though? I don't know. I don't know. But I have to feel that he has to be doing. There's no way Ronaldo doesn't text his buddy. He's like. Yeah, he was just wait, he was just sitting they in the door. Right? Like, he was sitting in the door with the fucking swab already in his nose, waiting to get the fucking COVID test. He had his jersey on. He's like, I'm either going to the field or I'm going on the treadmill. One way or another, I'm celebrating a fucking goal. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I mean, 
I agree. I, I think, again, like I said, it's I don't have a problem with Ronaldo like having a bad game. Like I said, it is what it is. Like he, he wasn't clinical. That's just the way the name of the the name of the game. Like you don't no one needs to get butthurt about him not scoring. And I know there's there was lots of fun. Why wasn't he getting the ball? Why weren't his teammates like guys like like <laughs> fuck me? <laughs> like, like that's it is what it is. Like he, he wasn't clinical. He had his chances. Like do you need like literally them to physically place the ball on his foot like every game like yeah. that's not gonna how that's not how it works so not to mention the guy scores enough worldies <laughs> in and out i know <laughs> like, like do you like and that's the thing it's this it's this this crazy standard that we're used to that we're never ever going to be used to again I, I i say that with you know keeping in mind that like pele and maradona were in the last 70 years so it could yeah. be again but like we have two more than generational talents happening at the exact same time so that if one dips we can immediately point to how the other one's outperforming him yeah it's like it's like it's it's to the point where people are forgetting that like i'm not using ronaldo right now as an example but like people are forgetting that up until two or three seasons ago we were comparing like 50 goal seasons to 50 goal seasons and 40 goal seasons to you know what i mean those aren't regular talent yeah so when a guy doesn't score a goal in one game and everyone's like, well, what the fuck? He should have passed him the ball. It's like, stop getting used to someone scoring every single game. Yeah. And you won't want him to have the ball passed to him in the back of the net. Like, you know what I mean? Well, you understand that it's hard to score goals in professional soccer. It's not well, easy. Exactly. No, it, like, it's, it's not the same teams he had, and it's it's not the same way. Like, we're not going to – like, if we play this, this Ronaldo ball, like, literally just give him the ball, it's not – we're not winning fuck all. Like no. – that's just going to be the fact, the way it is, because we've tried to do that, and it's not worked for two seasons. Yep. So, literally, you can bitch moan you want about him not getting a goal. Do you want to go for the trophy, or do you want to win the fucking goals? And that's right. that's how you know who the Ronaldo fans are and who the Juventus fans are, because they could give a shit if the club burned tomorrow, because he's going to be off to another team and like I said, I can keep beating this into the ground, but it's just the fact. Yeah. Ronaldo fans could give a fuck about this club. And that's why they want to see it. Where, like, they would literally, like, yeah, give away like three quarters of your team just so you can keep Ronaldo. It's like, okay, yeah. well, who, who the fuck are we putting on the pitch? Rugani? Like, I, 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 mean? I don't know. I don't want Pintolio to have to be crossing the ball in here. Like, you know, and it's like this. Does, that's fine. But, I, you know, <laughs> it's like the spoiled mentality of thinking like it's Real Madrid. It's like, we're not Real Madrid. They're like, well, just just go out and buy players. Like, just go out and do it, man. Like, just buy. Like, I'm a firm believer that I don't I don't care. I do not care. I have my favorite players, sure. I don't care who scores the goals. It doesn't matter to me. You win, you win. And they're real goals and they're not controversial. I fucking like I said, I don't care if like if the ghost of fucking of of Pinsolio comes out of nowhere, like (laughs) whoever. It doesn't matter. If Osvaldo, he fucking we, Pepe. We, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If we have like Padoin just float down, header into the Champions League final and float back out. I'm if good. It counts, it counts. I don't fucking care. Yeah. I'm not going to complain. So the fact that there are like full on Ronaldo fans who are like, they should have crossed it to him so he could have scored the goal. It's like, yeah, you think, you think you're going to find a single actual UA fan who was like, yeah, you're right. You're right, buddy. 
Totally. Yeah. They should, you know, when, when, when everyone was saying he should have passed to Murata, Murata was completely wrong. It's not like he had him wide open. It's just crazy. <laughs> no, it's like just, I, you could you tell, know, you could tell. It's, it's, and you get into situations too, where like the fact that Ronaldo fans were upset that Dybala didn't square that ball to him, despite the fact that there's no angle of that replay you can watch where Ronaldo would have gotten any part of his body on. He would have had to, he would have had to like Mr. Fantastic extend his legs three and a half extra feet around a defender. Andy Ball would have to play a perfect square pass with the amount of weight. Like, and they're bitching. They're like, ah, well, what the fuck? Yeah, it would have been a cleaner goal. It wouldn't have been an own goal. Really? That's what we're upset about. I know. It's like your, your like semantics is like, who gives a shit? Like, honestly. We counted it. Well, it just shows how spoiled they've been in the past year. Like they get, they won three Champions Leagues in a row, and they're like, "Yeah, well, you can just you know, now we're looking at quality of goals." UV fans are like, "We just want to win the fucking thing. We don't care if it's one nil or if it's fucking five nil. We just want to win. Like that's it. Like it is two contrasting mentalities. Like all the, and like that's why I noticed it's like literally the same conversations where it's like they had Benzema who would literally just like square up a ball from anywhere on the pitch and just be like put it right on his foot and like yeah. tap in They're like yeah well why why can't any of the uh the other players do that on juventus it's like well we actually have to play a different game because we don't have those players we don't have uh cruz we don't have uh Modric. we don't have yeah. casimir like let's we only have these players and you're not getting anyone else so you've, you've been here for two years you know how the fucking show works yeah You'd think you'd be like, you know what? Okay, I understand. And you you never hear, like, even after this game, I if someone was like, you know what? Ronaldo, he, he wasn't really on today. You know, he wasn't clinical. If I heard that, I would be like, it would be like the fucking Messiah was, was risen. Like, holy shit. Like, what the hell happened? We, we've got a change of fucking, we've got a change of mentality. Like, someone actually, like, said he didn't play that well it's a miracle yeah <laughs> it's you a christmas miracle you're like wait a second <laughs> you were like can you write that down <laughs> could you uh record yourself saying that <laughs> documentation. if you don't mind signing here we have a notary public here as well <laughs> <laughs> and then just every time just flash that every time just be like you remember when you said this sir you remember when you said they laminated it's in the j museum yeah <laughs> <laughs> Right next to the balloon, they are the, the yeah, fucking November seventh, twenty twenty. Ronaldo fan admits he has a shit game. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's like they have the new signing walk through. Like he is, is like so. How, this is yeah. the balloon, they are Yeah, and then this is the note that yeah, that's the CR seven note. <laughs> Holy shit! Holy shit! We're witnessing hit behind the back. They're like, wow. Yeah, we're witnessing yeah. history, guys. We're witnessing history. But let's get into the post match comments. Again, one of the things, Artur, again, he was going to vomit after 20 minutes. He had problems. That's why we got the substitution at halftime. Um, again, with the position, we said he wanted he wanted him to be slightly more advanced compared to what they were today. Um, but he was struggling to breathe and run. So he was deeper to let him recover and compensate, I guess. Um, at the moment, they're playing two attackers. And we, obviously, this is Pirlo's comments, post-match comments. Um, but this could change on Sunday. We'll see what that means. Um, obviously, he said he talks a lot with the players. 
Um, then they make their choices on the pitch, but they have to make the right ones, meaning being less selfish in front of goal, hint, hint, and close the games quick. Um, Killini with some comments. Uh, we slowed the play down too much when we had to accelerate. It is a game that gives us confidence, but it would be more important to finish well on Sunday. Important victory. We got off to a good start. We could have pushed harder, but we kept the game under control. I do feel bad that we conceded the goal. Like this guy, like would just be like, you know what? We scored six. Fuck, I can't stand that we like we let that fucking go. <laughs> and you know what? I I can only hope that like all the other defenders who are younger on the team are just like, yeah, you know what? He's right. We shouldn't have fucking let that goal in. Because I because like. It's you're true. Right. Like, it makes it look like we didn't have a really good game. And again, you're totally right that they did have the other team did yeah. have a lot of chances. But you know, I, I think four zero would be a, a good reflection yeah. of how the, the game went. Understandably oh, yeah. that those both of those goals were kind of bullshit from Dybala, but at the same time, I mean, like we had other opportunities that should have went in. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like I think it was a good scoreline to, to reflect the game. I just think. Killini's right. That one goal, like, what the fuck? The same thing with against uh, Spets. Yeah, their goal was early. Oh, exactly. A little bit more exactly. of a sweater, but I mean, still, like, you look at a four-one thing, and you're like, oh wow, Juve gave up one goal, and it's like, yeah, but. And then he goes on to say about his performance. Well, I was out for a little bit. I didn't train much, but it was important for me to come back to the pitch, and I'm happy to have helped the team. Well, that's good to fucking know. You didn't really train that much, and you could have fucked up the, the rest of the season. Imagine <laughs> if I just came back to work after, like, four months, and I'm just like, I haven't read anything. I haven't kept up with the news. I haven't checked my emails. But I'm the MVP. Uh, so i but... I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> you're like what the fuck are you here for he's like but i am the most important player on this team so i mean you do <laughs> fucking need me in every game that to not look like shit so sure i'll be back i'll help the team out um obviously some nice things morata said um what i have to do is to help the team put the energy to press i feel good physically and it's important that the team has won we have a lot of room for improvement but he also said that over here at juventus i have everything i want and need so it's good to see that he's back and happy. I know at uh, Atletico, it was not necessarily a tough time, but um, I think uh, personally, uh, he wasn't at his best, especially coming off what had happened at Chelsea. And Del Piero with some, with some comments as well. It seems like almost every game now in the Champions League, uh, he's talking. Pirlo's at the beginning of his journey. This is the real difference between him and Zidane, who has more experience, who matured before arriving on the bench of the first team of Real Madrid. The chances of going on the same road as Zidane, however, uh, are there. So potentially, he could be uh, leading us to the to the three Champions Leagues in a row. <laughs> in yeah, in front they did well, um, especially Morata. He scored a very nice second goal. Ronaldo, Ronaldo was a little down. He wasn't lucid on one occasion. He had to choose the central pass for Morata, like we talked about, who was alone in front of goal. And that's about it, guys, uh, for the comments. I think pretty straightforward. Uh, let's just briefly before we finish off the next game. Obviously, we kind of talked about the improvements, but how do you see this game against Lazio going? Obviously, with the uh, the limited lineup, I think they're going to have, or will they have a limited lineup? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think uh, the three most like. Um, three of the most influential players of that team that could be out are those three, right? So, yeah. I mean, 
when you take out their the goal scorer that that broke records last year, and then the goalkeeper who keeps them in half the games are still in this year, yeah, and last year for that matter. Like, you know, at some point, you know, you're you're taking out, you know, kind of both both things that you're, you're yeah. in your game with, right? Like, I don't know how else to say it, but you're kind of fucked any other way, um, yeah. unless unless frankly you have that sort of, you know, there is something to be said about the player who doesn't necessarily always get the starting shot. Yeah. All of a sudden he does, and he's like, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to ball out today." I, you, you, you always have that that possibility, right? Wouldn't um, be surprised against Juve too. <laughs> exactly. exactly right. Like, um, but I mean, overall, I think Lazio hasn't looked. It's weird because Lazio, right. I feel like in Serie A, hasn't looked super, super strong. But then at the same time, in the Champions League, they've looked okay. Yeah. Um, so you know, an interesting kind of uh, you know dichotomy there, but. Um, you know, the hope is, is that Juve with, again, kind of, I keep going back to the depth of bench, but like we have a deeper bench than Lazio has. Yeah. Have a deeper starting lineup than Lazio has, frankly. And if Lazio has three players that are, you know, critical to them out, you know, my hope is that we play. My hope is that if we play well, we'll win the game. I, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to have to bet on Lazio not having players or playing like shit or anything right. like Um. But, you know, I mean, based on the form that we're in right now, I think especially Morata, um, which he seems like the kind of guy who even in just the time that he's like, even the last time he was at Juve, um, when he scores a goal, he scores five goals. And then, you know what I mean? Like he just, it, it starts to pile on and it's a little bit more of a, like a snowball effect. So, yeah, uh, you know, hope is that uh, this, this run of form keeps going and that, you know, Lazio is another big game that, you know, understandably so that Champions League game wasn't uh, as far as opponent-wise, it wasn't an overly, we'll say, uh, difficult game or big game compared to Lazio. Lazio is like one of the, you know, main contenders that any right. game. Right. Um, but, you know, that said, I still like to think that Morata does show up in big games for the most part. Um, and, I, you know, my hope is that with a depleted Lazio side, Morata will have even more you know, opportunity to score goals. I mean, if he's scoring two goals against, you know, <clears throat> again, he's scoring two goals against Spezia, he's scoring two goals against, two goals against Spezia, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then two goals against um, the team I'm not going to pronounce. Like, the hope is that even if Lazio is a stronger team, the form still stands. Um, but, you know, I mean, it, it's all going to be, it's all kind of remains to be seen. And frankly, I saw Pirlo's uh, lineup and it, it doesn't look like the same formation that we've been doing, um, you know, over the last five games. It doesn't seem like there's a whole, it seems like he's trying out a few ideas, but it doesn't seem like he has one or two okay. totally down yet. Um, which I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of what Del Piero said, like he has the opportunity to be like Zidane, but I think Zidane kind of fucked everybody over in the whole like being a player and then becoming a coach thing because well, yeah. you know, everybody thinks that like, you know, <laughs> everybody can play, do it. You're going to get three Champions League in a row from the get go. Right? <laughs> yeah. So I think, you know, I, I think we talked about it last time. Like Pirlo needs his time. Um, luckily, his time that he's needed so far hasn't been a string of losses or a string of draws or what have you. I mean, he's. Yeah. You know, they've been okay results for the most part Barcelona side um so I, you know my 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 expectation is that we play well against Lazio we keep our form and you know we see kind of the depth that we have on the bench compared to what they have because if we're pulling Dybala off the bench or Ronaldo off the bench or Morata off the bench 
like those are pretty big names to pull off a bench to pull in, you know, 65th minute to try to get you a goal or two. I mean, yeah. The only thing I'm worried is the defense. Um, and I'm terrified of the defense every time. <laughs> I'm, ho- I'm hoping maybe Demidal can slot in for Chiellini. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I was actually a little bit contradictory to what you said. Uh, from what I was seeing, he was going to go with the 4-4-2. Now, again, that's – I think it was Sky. I don't know who posted it, but, again, that could be complete bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did see Chiellini Bonucci in there again. So I, I, I hope we're not getting over-reliant on Chiellini as well because, again – He's, he doesn't need to be played. I know it is an important game against Lazio, but um, I think definitely Demidal not playing the game, obviously, on Wednesday because he had the red card. Uh, I think that's a perfect time to put him in. Yeah. Um, and it's too bad we don't get the lick because that would have been a nice pairing to put in that game and even give Bonucci some time off. But I definitely think... Uh, Depending on how Chiellini is, I just I I really don't want to get into this over reliance where we're pushing him too far and then you get another injury and then you're in the same situation. So we'll see how that has to go. But yeah, guys, uh, definitely winnable again. Uh, let us know what your thoughts are uh, on on what we talked about for this game in particular. And uh, yeah, drop your comments what you liked, what we disagreed. There's a lot. I just got one thing to say. I know I believe there was a guy. Oh, I like to call him a lore on dance. I think his name is Stromay Ronaldo or whatever the fuck it is. But um, you see, you, you, you always come in my comment. You're always in my, you're always in my mentions. You know, Ronaldo's this, Dybala's this. Look, I want Juventus to win. But I got one thing to say. You said what Ronaldo did in five minutes, it took Dybala to the, the fucking whole game. Oh, isn't the shoe on the other foot? What Dybala came on to do for do for five minutes? Fucking took Ronaldo to not even score in that game. So the fucking joke's on you. And it usually always is. But anyways, guys, if you're at this point, thanks for watching. You know, we're going to have more podcasts coming up. Thank you for coming on again, Frankie. Again, check, it, check out the season preview because we got this guy on. And uh, I believe we're talking about the lineup and it was, you know, it's always great to, to get the opinion on what we thought, go back, check, see, where are we, were we completely wrong? Were we, you know, somewhat credible mm-hmm. talking about this team? I mean, it's always good to, you know, fact check, but um, yeah, check that out guys. Check out the season preview. I think it's, you know, if, if you're bored and uh, you want to listen to some UV content, really you can hear what me, Graham, Mohammed, Albert, and, um, a couple others uh, we're talking about and talking about the season. I think most of these shows are, you know, universal, at least parts of them at the end. Uh, but yeah, check it out. You know where to follow. Obviously at Twitter, Instagram, uventini.dal. Um, smash the subscribe, smash the follow, smash the like button if you could right below us. And um, yeah, just stay tuned. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, what else? Pod, Google Podcasts fucking whatever else we got um if there's anything new i know i've posted some stuff on instagram kyle kind of looking some feedback what you guys do listen to uh what what platforms you guys do listen to it just so i know that i'm i'm catering to all you guys and uh yeah stay tuned for the preview tomorrow with uh luca the real uv snob and we're gonna get him back on and again we keep rolling on and i'm looking forward to this break it's international break. I don't have to do any more podcasts. I get to just sleep in all day. No, we'll, we'll, we'll get some content uh, over the break. Um, 
and definitely talk Juve. Maybe talk some some Italia. Uh, hopefully, no one gets hurt, and hopefully, we pick up a big win on uh, Sunday early morning. Thanks, Juve. Thanks, Serie. But again, <laughs> thanks, Frankie, for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys, the fans, for all the support. And as always, fino alla fine, Forza Juventus. Ciao, guys. Yeah.